You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. The Pretoria High, or the High Court in Johannesburg on a Friday ruled um, in favor of pick and pay in a ongoing case uh, with one of its franchisees, uh, Mr. John Baladakis, and the court ruling uh, was then or has since then been appealed uh, by Mr. Baladakis around the developments that pick and pay has been embarking on to um, take control over franchises owned by franchisees and just get an understanding of that. I'm joined on the line now by uh, the franchise owner, uh, Mr. John Baladakis, to take a look at this and see what uh, we make of this. John, good evening. Thanks so much for taking the time. Um, Perhaps let's start with a bit of context and a bit of understanding uh, as to the original case that was brought forward that was ruled on on Friday. Sure. Um, Good evening, all. So uh, we we were served legal proceedings by pick and pay in relation to an amount which they allege we owed them. Obviously, we disagreed with that with that fact. Um, you know, we've been franchisees of pick and pay for the last thirty years. Uh, we have ten stores and over six hundred employees. Um, and uh, you know, we've been uh, trading with pick and pay under under franchise relationship for those last 30 years. So, um, as it stands now, Pick and Pay in 2018 uh, embarked on a bulk discounting model, which uh, fundamentally changed our terms of trade with them. And what it basically did is it uh, was a discounting model where customers could walk into the store and basically buy more product at a cheaper price. But what effectively this did to our business model is it flatlined our sales and decreased our gross margin. And then, and now we find ourselves in a present position where uh, this is a result of a commercially dubious and, and completely unsustainable franchise model, model that they unilaterally imposed upon us, and other franchisees for that matter. And it has placed our business in a less than acceptable position at this point in time. Um, can you, you guys still hear me? Yeah, we can, John. Um, so, okay. you're, so you're saying this um, discounted model that was implemented in 2018, um, I, I saw in your original statement, uh, something to the tune of 200 million uh, rand negatively affected uh, your business uh, by Correct. that amount. Um, and so, you went, so you've gone to court now, and the, the latest court proceedings are obviously around uh, pick and pay wanting to assume control of uh, the business. And I understand that the court ruled in pick and pay's favor on Friday, the 23rd, um, but then you and your legal team would then lodge a um, appeal against that judgment the very next day. Correct. So in, in essence, what they've done is they've, they've tried to perfect a, a, a general notorial bond of 47 million rand to take over a business of uh, in, in excess value of 200 million. Mm. And that they tried to do on Saturday morning uh, and then our team issued the appeal. So at this point in time, uh, you know, we, we are sitting in a situation where we believe um, pick and pay is really just uh, wanting to take a, a business which has been going for 30 years, a South African entrepreneurial business, uh, by perfecting the store and taking control of it. Mm. 
Now, John, um, before we go to uh, next steps, perhaps I can get you to reflect on uh, Pick and Pay's uh, comments. We did issue a request to Pick and Pay for comment and give them the opportunity to respond uh, to theirs or give their side of the story. And uh, the spokesperson at Pick and Pay, um, Tamra Veli, said that the court has ruled in Pick and Pay's favor and they respect both the court's uh, decision as well as your right to uh, appeal. Um, What are your thoughts on this and what does it mean uh, next steps now that you have put in that appeal and that will be heard next uh, this week i think okay so so we want a resolution uh, to be found that's fair for everybody right mm. and one that meets governance criteria vis-a-vis the competition act and the consumer protection act and one that doesn't in as as in our opinion contravene its own franchise agreement right so uh, we we are not happy with the decision that the court made on uh, on Friday, and uh, we're definitely going to appeal it, and we feel that we've, we, there's a lot of things wrong in that decision, and, and, and it's important for us to stand up for that. Mm-hmm. John, um, let's look at the uh, Consumer Protection Act for a second there. Uh, there's this particular, you mentioned it for a particular reason, because there's particular uh, pronouncements sure. and mentions around uh, franchisees. Can you just shed some light on that, and just your side of the conversation as to what yeah, you're pursuing? Just high level, mm. high level, the Consumer Protection Act says that the franchise relationship needs to be one of fairness mm. right? um, and, in, uh, and, and in our view the existing model doesn't work for us in a fair, fair, fair way it cannot be that we are uh, losing money when pick and pay is making approximately 100 million rand a year from us that's not a fair trade okay all right um, your next steps following Wednesday so Wednesday is the date for your appeal if I'm not mistaken the 28th um, Wednesday is the, is the date for uh, leave to appeal uh, mm-hmm. if we do get it fantastic if we don't then we appeal to the Supreme Court okay um, as you rightly mentioned that you guys do uh, deal with around uh, 650 staff um, but also I think there was a, a key important number that you uh, may have forgotten to mention there is that you, your business between all 19 stores is doing close to 2 billion rand in revenues yeah. which is a significant contribution towards our economy our ecosystem um, and as you rightly mentioned you've built the business over the last 30 years yes so our business uh, end of October financial year end of September starting October the new financial year, uh, basically, we did 1.45 billion rand worth of worth of sales, um, and that it, we approximately give pick and pay about 100 million rand of that per month. So about 1.2 million rand of that goes to pick and pay. Well, John, um, we wish you. Because they are most dominant supplier, they are main mm. supplier, mm. right? Which brings me to the point that that uh, as far as the Competition Commission Act is concerned, they are a dominant supplier. They've imposed a unilateral system on us. They've told us at what price to sell. They've told us how much profit we must make from each and every single item that we sell, um, which is under the pick and pay buying system, right? Which is approximately 80% of our buying. Okay, mm. and we feel that contra- in contravention of 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 the of the of of the uh, of the Competition Commission Act, in that they've abused the supplier dominance. Mm. Mm. Well, John, um, I understand this is an ongoing case, and that you have um, all of the other legal proceedings that you might not be able to speak to at this moment. We wish you uh, the best of luck in resolving this amicably, as you've uh, mentioned. Um, we will, if there's anything that we can do to facilitate conversations between the two of you or to, between both parties, we're always happy to help. But I understand that both parties uh, will meet on Wednesday and see if they can resolve this uh, through the courts. We'll leave it at that. Uh, that's uh, John Baladakis, who is a pick and pay franchise owner, on the latest developments between. Uh, their business and the pick and pay group.
You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.